Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. This is an absolutely huge video. We've got the center cash cows. We've got the wing fullback cash cows. They're both positions that... We're going to struggle to fill properly. And there's so many guys in each of these positions. I'll show you a bunch of them that are okay, a bunch that are pretty bad, and a bunch that we're waiting for potential injuries, suspensions, and the like there. The question mark question mark remains, do we pick a mid-range guy? Do we pick a gun in the center or the wing fullback position? I'm still leaning towards one of those options because I don't see a lot of great options in the center and the wing fullback. Well, we're going to have to watch the trials. We're going to have to watch those final team lists for round one and see if we're going to get a great indication as to any of these guys are going to score really well or be consistent because the last thing we want to do is make a million trades in the center and the wing fullback position, especially when there's a lot of value in other positions. So let me know your thoughts in the comments below uh, as to if you think any of that is making sense to you. Center cash cows, we have uh, this Huta, or Huta, I'm not exactly sure how to say it, but he's a 372k average, 34.6 last year, so pros for him, he did make 120 meters per game and an 11 tackle base, which was pretty good. Did score a bunch of tries as well, and he's a versatile type of player. He got games at center, he got games in on the wing as well. Cons for him, spot not going to be available. Herbie is back, he's going to need an injury, he's a bit of an awkward price, so I think there's better options than how to there. Remus Smith, uh, someone who a lot of guys have been speaking about, did average just a 24 last year in limited game time. So really, you're expecting between 30 and 36 when he's starting in the center position. He's in a great team. So you know, he did that in the uh, in 2021. He averaged 36, which was great. And I, you know, he's had years where he's averaged 30 in the past. So I think anywhere between that would be something solid in a good team. And at 372K, he's priced around that 26 mark. So... You know, you really need to need, need him to do pretty well, score a bunch of tries and the Storm to do really well. Otherwise, he's not going to do great. So you know, maybe you're looking at five or so points of value there. But he's an awkward price, which is the main worry. Returning from an injury and he's not going to be a keeper. So that's that. All right, let's get into Hermiso. A dual position status for him is obviously the big win, center and the wing fullback. So it could cover both those really tough positions. But what we're looking at here is at an awkward price as well, as well at 372. He averaged 21.6 last year. Obviously all around the park. Bit of fullback, bit of wing, bit off the bench. 
um, just everywhere. But pros for him, he does average 33 at fullback. So that includes games in 2021 and also a few last year at the beginning of the year. He's super talented. He finally has a spot now. It is his for good, it looks like. And you know, Bennett's putting a lot of faith in Hamiso here. Uh, but the big issue is that he's in a worse team than he was with the Cowboys last year. Cowboys weren't very good in 21. So, you know, his scores in 21 were, were solid enough for him to be able to score somewhere around that low 30s here. I just think he's a fairly riskyish pick. Like, there's not a, a lot going for him. He doesn't have the big base. He's not someone that is a super hard worker, for being honest. You know, being a Cowboys fan watching him. He can turn his foot off the gas a bit, you know, kind of coast. And he does look like that player that just is sort of just strolling across the park. So very interesting one there. But guys, just wanted to jump in and talk about the shorts that we've been dropping uh, the last few days. So when you, by the time you watch this, there'll be about eight or 10 shorts in here, considering I'm making this on Thursday last week. So what we're doing here is Scoop is doing a pod duary. So for Feb, he's doing a pod a day. I think it's for 25 days he's got there. So he started with Jaden Braley, Burns, and there'll be multiple other guys, Aaron Clark. And the rest, I'm gonna be putting some shorts in here as well on just a short, sharp, punchy, under 60 second effort on a bunch of the top prospects, your, your value guys, all the guys I think can do solidly in your side. So jump in and check out those shorts. It's just on the uh, on my profile here. And all fantasy analysis going to shorts. And you know, that'll be able to help you out there. Let's get back to Jake Abrillo. So dual position for him, 370K. Personally, he's not an option for me in my starting side. At average of 26, he's got the dual, which is great. And he's very, very talented, but he never really translates his good talent and good play on the field into fantasy scores, unless he is playing in the halfback position, which he's not gonna be playing in this year with Burton, Flanagan, uh, and other options there. So cons for him, he averages 21 in center, which is a good chance is the position he gets. He averages 30 at fullback, which is still not great either, and only gives him a, a tiny bit of value on his 26 starting price uh, there. His average stats there, 68 meters and seven tackles. Well, very, very yuck. Uh, so he's someone that I'm gonna be avoiding like the plague, and I think you should do the same. Yeah, he's just not gonna, if he was 250, you'd probably pick him up, but 370, no way. Uh, we got, Besides Isaac Thompson there with the Rabbitohs, he's a very interesting prospect because the 319K is a lot cheaper. He's not really in that weird mid-rangey, cheapy kind of player. Average 40.5 in his two games, so 40, uh, 49 and a 30-odd, whatever that adds up to, but uh, super talented. The high run meters is great and has a great attacking stats. He's in a good team, but the main issue is that he's going to get only two games, it looks like. Uh, he has to earn his spot, really. Can he overtake... Guys like Tane Milne, these types of players uh, in the in the center uh, in the in the wing. Sorry, can he do that? That's the big question. So really, the reason why a lot of us have got him in his in the squad is because he's had a, a two game sample where he played really well in both those games. And if he can produce that of his first two, few games, he's going to score well for your team and then make you some cash. And really, the hope is that he plays really well and he earns his spot and he can keep it. The other thing you can think of there is that potentially there's going to be an injury to someone in that outside in those outside backs, and he should be able to get that spot if there is an injury in the centers or wing fullback, um, sorry, or the, or the fullbacks, and then sorry, wing wings, and then the fullback in Latrell, for example. So yeah, that's uh, that's the thoughts on Thompson. Someone to really think about having in your side. I've got him in my team right now, but is he going to stay in there? That's the big question. Junior Tupo there with the Tigers. So he's at 319K, average 28.8 last year. 29 average in, in the four games is, you know, is pretty solid, that 28.8 that he got. Has great tackle breaks and scored two tries. So he's got a little bit of everything on the attacking side of the ball. 
Tiger's going to be better as well, so that's something to think about. And the big cons for him is, is that he doesn't really have a spot currently. So, yeah, that's that. Before we talk about Billy Smith, I just want to jump in and mention here that we have the playlist section, guys. If you are coming in now, uh, if you've watched a lot of the videos but you haven't seen all of them, just jump in here and exactly what you need. We're going to have all the shorts in this playlist section. You've got all your strategy videos, the team analysis that I'm going through with Scoop, and then the positional analysis, all the deep dive stuff in there. Just click into those playlists, guys, and we'll show all those videos, and you can uh, get into that and have a lot of fun with watching all of them. So I appreciate you guys being here. Thank you for watching all of them, uh, and keep getting into them. Billy Smith, so 21 average. He, the big issue with him is just he keeps getting injured all the time, and he's super inconsistent. Usually comes back and has a couple of average games, and then his third game or fourth game, which is really all he gets, three or four, uh, he usually has a, a good game or two then, and then he gets injured again, which is so poor and so sad for him. He's, he's obviously a talented player. The Roosters have put a lot into him, and they hope to get some benefits eventually. Uh, he's obviously in a great team, has some talent, but really, I think you have to avoid him. Right, Mr. Robert Jennings. So he's with the Dolphins, dual position as well, average 21.6. He does average 30 in 80 minutes over his career, which he's played for you know five or six years now or more. Uh, but yeah. Cons for him, he's obviously fighting for a wing spot in a bad team, the Dolphins. I'm not sure, exactly sure if he's going to get it, but if he does, you know, can you pick him up? If he gets it, as I said, you're looking at a 30 average, but that's in better teams like the, uh, the Panthers, for example. So, yeah, do you want him, potentially? But not for me at this point. Moses Mbai. So, dual position, 300k, average 21. He's had so many years where he's been mediocre in fantasy. He's obviously had some decent uh, positions there. The talk right now is that he potentially will play six if Jaden Sullivan is not back. The main issue with Sullivan is he looks like he's going to be back close to round one, but will he start? Will he be on the bench? So many question marks. Mbai, I just think you should avoid in your team. He's obviously really versatile, and that is usually a crutch for him. He doesn't get to play the positions he wants, but yeah, if he does get an extended go at six, he averages 32, which provides a decent amount of value there at the 300k price point. Dean Mariner with the Broncos. The 277k for him, average 22.5. In the couple of games that he played, he averaged nine tackles per game and only had one miss in total, which is great. 18 tackles for one miss and 114 meters there in the center. So really, really good base stats. And you know, if he does get a spot at some point at 277K, I think he needs to, to get in a lot of sides for sure because there will be games where he does get some attacking stats and those couple he did not. But obviously there's no spot currently for him. Tommy Talao, number 11, is a pretty interesting guy there that we, uh, we want to talk about at 250K as the dual position. He has some solid numbers in 2020 with averaging 31 points. So if he can get that, he's obviously going to make plenty of cash for us, you know, a couple hundred K or close to it. Uh, he's in a better team this year than what Tigers teams have been previously. He does have the dual, which is great. And he's very, very cheap. So lots of positives there, you know, fairly talented as well, which is great. And, you know, if he's going to be on the left, you know, he has some, some talented guys on his inside in, in Isaiah Papali'i and Luke Brooks, for example. If he's on the right, he's going to have Dewey, um, you know, and potentially Bateman or Sean Bloor, these types of guys. So he definitely has some options either side of him, which is going to be great. Uh, do you pop him into your side? I suppose that's the big question. You know, he's been a poor scorer, really, overall, apart from that solid 2020. So 2021 wasn't great. Um, yeah, 20, 25 average in that 21, and he didn't play it all last season. So there's a, a bunch of negatives that you kind of need to think about, but that's that there. Uh, Mr. Jenkins, we've got at the Panthers at 250K. I actually think to the eye, he's fairly talented. You know, solid defense as well, 18 tackles and two misses, 
in his in his total in his one game there, which was great. Uh, you take that for sure. Anytime a center is going to be making sort of you know teens tackles, even high teens, is absolutely incredible because he's usually going to run sort of close to 100 meters a game, potentially get some attacking stats. So if he gets a, a role at some point, which he won't at the start. I think he's going to be solid as. Before we get to Alamotti, guys, just want to jump in and talk about the private group quickly. We've got you know, plenty on offer. Three different packages, guys. The 30, the 65, and the 99. Plenty of value in each of them. Private group, you get that uh, video with me. And then there's obviously access to prizes. I'm giving away some prizes on Friday. 50 bucks is up for grabs to start off. There's not many in there at the moment. Uh, there's obviously merch and stuff as well. So get in there if you're enjoying the content and a great way to support me. So thank you. Alamotti, 230k, obviously averages zero because he didn't play at all, but he's a terrific young talent. Definitely, I think, one injury away at this point. It sounds like he's probably not going to get the position, but he's really cheap and in a decent team. So really, at 230k, you need to get him in if he does get a spot in the centers for someone that's being touted to do big things. You know, usually this works out pretty well. Guys like Karaz came in and, you know, got off on the front foot straight away and absolutely killed it. So Alamotti could do the same in a better side than, than they were last year. Just needs a consistent spot, really, is the con, and he doesn't have that at the moment. Uh, Valencia Tafare with the Dolphins. He's a, a dual-position guy as well at 230k. Big thing for him is he's obviously a bit of a speed star, which is great. He has a dual position. There's a, some decent wraps on him as well. But he's in the Dolphins, which is an average team, and probably an injury or two away from getting that spot. So let's cool our jets on Tafare. Uh, I think he you know, will potentially get an option at, uh, a game at some point, but it won't be uh, looking like being in round one there. Okay, Mr. Skelton is an interesting one as well. Looks like he's just behind Alamotti, so he's probably a couple injuries away, two or three there, but also has some young, uh, he's also a young guy with plenty of talent, so I think you should keep him in the black book, and if he comes up at some point, we will definitely deep dive into him that week, um, yeah, especially if you're in the, the private group there, that would be great. We'll get into him if that comes up, but our best options for the centers, guys, I think Thompson's still the best option. I think he'll be able to score the best uh, out of all these guys, which is the biggest thing there. Just the, uh, obviously, um, you know, potentially won't get that spot after a couple of weeks. He could lose that. So that's a bit of a worry. I'd definitely look to have some center cover or a guy you'd like to bring in uh, if, if Thompson does lose that spot. So Remus Smith, number two, just being, you know, fairly expensive still is a little bit annoying that way, but, you know, has some pedigree and has scored in the 30s before. Tommy Talao at the cheap, uh, obviously, for, for obvious reasons, and Hamiso, because um, he got the fullback spot and he'll be okay. But number four for, for me with him. All right, the wing fullback, Cash Cows. Very, very interesting here. We have Lockie Miller up top. He does average 50 in four fullback games. So 426K, he's going to be priced around that 30 mark, which is you know, not too bad, 30, 31 there. Um, and if you're getting you know, somewhere around that 40 from him, it's 10 points of value at a minimum. So you just have to get him in your side. You look at his four games that he played there, he scored two tries, which was great, and 200 run meters and nine tackle breaks. So you look at those and you go, do... Does he need his players around him to be able to get a lot of those? You know, Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? 
Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Turn meters, return tackle breaks. I don't think so, really. Like, a lot of that is just from him uh, returning the ball. Obviously, in attacking situations, it's going to be based on how the team's set up. Uh, the, the kind of threats that you have around you. So you can potentially take off a couple of tackle breaks from that and maybe a few run meters just from you know, having a little bit extra space. But overall, moving to the Knights isn't going to be the worst thing for him. He's that type of player. He's just a run first type of fullback. And a 426, you just have to get him in your side. Yes, he's going to have a shorter preseason with that team, but he's been having a preseason with the Sharks and you know and learning so much from, from Will Kennedy and those guys there. Obviously, a guy coming over from rugby is still learning the game. So you know how he played last year, Team's going to look at him a little bit more with him being the focal point of the Knights, but I think that he's still going to do well. Uh, yeah, that's all with Lockie Miller. Xavier Coates, I think it's just someone you should avoid straight up. The 398k, average of 28, not very nice at all. He's never really been a great scorer in any team that he's played in, Broncos or even the Storm. He had little spurts, little months where he had a good streak of scoring. Um, great earner, all player, but one of those guys that's just not... He hasn't got the, the base stats that you need for a winger to come out and do well. And he's just an awkward price, as I said. Tupelotu with the Eagles, the 394K, average of 27.5. So for him, he had a pretty good year, to be honest with you. He did score 11 tries. So really, the main issue with that is he scored 11 tries and average 27. Look. But uh, yeah, the back end of the year was bad for Manly boys and didn't give him many opportunities to come out and do great. The team will be better, so potentially uh, he should score a lot better. But the 11 tries is the, is the main issue. Can he bet, Can he better that this year? Ikevalu, I love him as a, as a player, as a fantasy player. He just has such a good PPM. He always score, tends to score well. He's obviously played for the Roosters, who are a great team. And then moving to the Sharks, uh, even last year, he had games where he scored well. Average 38.8 last year in you know, limited games. And he is amazing when he gets his chance in NRL Fantasy. Has a career average of, of 39 when he gets over 60 minutes. So he's had a bunch of lower minute games uh, being in reserve and these types of uh, interchange roles there. Uh, in a good team again. You know, someone I've, I'm tipping to, to come in the top few this year. And unfortunately, he just doesn't have his spot at the moment. So if he gets it, then I think it's 372. You just plug him in your side and you can probably make 150, 200K out of Matic Cavalu there. Uh, thanks again for watching guys I really appreciate you guys sticking through all these videos uh, all the way to the end it is amazing for me thank you Chancellor Kukukstar so we got him at 372k someone who has plenty of eyes on on him as a potential option this year did average 23 last year in limited games unfortunately uh, big wins for him when he gets you know big minutes at fullback he does average 180 meters across his career which is obviously great if you're looking at someone that's priced at 26 you get 180 in base there. You got three and a half tackles is what he nets. Uh, sorry, three and a half uh, tackle busts is what that's meant to be. And five and a half tackles. So really, really good uh, base stats for him. Yeah, you're looking at uh, sort of late 20s just in base. And then anytime he gets some opportunities to you know, have attacking stats, then he's going to take uh, advantage of that. Obviously moving from the Raiders you know, where he was a, a really good scorer, he was able to average 40 plus in a lot of the time for the Raiders. And then last year, he wasn't able to do that. He, yeah, I said, has to be injuries and bits and pieces. So, um, 
you know, really, really good stats overall for him. And can he get back to anywhere like that? You'd expect that the Warriors, he's not going to play as well, not going to score as well, just because they don't have as good of a team as the Raiders did during those couple of years there. They did make the grand final in one of those and lost, unfortunately. He's a hometown boy. He's obviously a, he's a Kiwi himself, and he looks a lot happier and, and sounds like in these interviews that he's a lot happier just being at home and around his family and friends, which is great. But as I said, yeah, just a, a few worries uh, on his part, but he's in my team at the moment, and I think he will probably be a highly owned type of player. Come round one. Will Kennedy is a very interesting one here, 372K as well. Uh, we get him with a 23.7 average, but priced up a little bit, which is a little bit annoying, obviously, if you're interested in him. Uh, he's a fullback in an amazing team. He has a small bit of value, but I really can't take a guy that has a negative six, which was in 17 minutes, a negative four and a negative three in 80 minutes at fullback. That's just demoralizing. If you get that, I feel like your season's over. Uh, imagine you captain someone like that. You know, clearly, we got a one, I think, last year in 19 minutes or something with his, uh, with his send-off, so not good. But he has a career average of 31 in his 80 minutes. So in amongst those bad games, he has some good games as well. So if you... Are interested in him? He has about five points of value, but geez, he's scary. Charlie Staines, we go to 372k as well. The average of 23.7 is ugh, yucky. 30 average in three games of fullback last year. He actually looked a much better player when he got a chance at fullback. But really, he's fighting for one spot there. Can he, for the one spot there, can he get that? I'm not exactly sure, to be honest with you. There's some talk of. Uh, of Laurie moving into the sixth position and Dewey moving to three, which is, again, I don't like that. But if Staines was to get a one position, you have to consider him for sure. Uh, it could potentially have five points of value or something. But again, it's not great, let's be honest with you. And as, I'm, as we're noticing throughout this list, guys, there's not a heap of real you know, home run options. Like Lockie Miller's probably it. And there's some cheapies that were like, oh, how's he going to go? But if he's on the wing, Staines, don't touch him. If he's a fullback, consider it. Sean Russell. So for him at 319k, he had a nice 41 game last year with a couple of tries in round one. If he's on that left side, he's a chance to score some decent points and some decent tries uh, compared to the right. You usually get a plenty, uh, plenty more opportunities on that left because um, he's in a good team. You know? And he's not based on price at the moment. He's a winger. There's no job safety, so we have to move on from him. Hayes Parham, tip to get the fullback position at the Dogs. It sounds like he's going to get that, but we'll find out more over the next few weeks and trials for sure and how he goes in that. Uh, but an average of 20.8 last year. Good things for him is he's a natural fullback. He grew up playing the position and has impressed since moving to the Dogs in that position uh, in, when he's training. So that's great news early on. If, if they can go, oh, wow, this guy's really talented and, and sort of touted him to get that position early on in the preseason, means he's doing great things. So he has an average of 27 at center, which is you know a worst scoring position. And when he's priced at that sort of, uh, at, at sort of 21 there, that's really ideal that at center, he can average 27. Maybe at fullback, he can average in the 30s. Uh, and we we have some data, if you check that uh, recent video where I showed that uh, guys that have transitioned from wing or center to fullback has actually ended up with about a five or six uh, extra points at a minimum and potentially better for the guys that did really well. So even the guys that weren't great in their transition did increase that scoring output. So yeah, a really good one. Obviously unknown in the NRL, he hasn't played many games there. Declan Casey with the Dogs. He's 277. We're getting to the cheaper guys now. Uh, very interested in the next guy on the list, George Jennings, actually. But 24 average for Declan. He did score a 61 with a try at center last year, and he had a really good base in that game. So if we're just basing off that, then you know if he gets a chance, you, you, you throw him in the team. But the other couple of games that he played were very nasty with a, a single 
digit game um, and another low score there. So really, he's just inconsistent, as I said, but he has that one to crack a game where that base was hectic, which is uh, something that I'm really looking for, but uh, really fighting for a spot in this side. So said I was interested in George Jennings, and at 250K, he was someone that scored really well a couple of years ago, along with Raymond Smith. So if you're looking at Raymond Smith as an option, you've got to think about George Jennings as, Jennings as well. The reason we haven't spoken about him is he got is he did his ACL in first game last year, which is why he got 16. He did score a try early on and then uh, did his ACL. So what we do say is obviously first year back from an ACL injury isn't great, but he is a winger and you know, really a lot of his efforts are going to be straight line drives, uh, moving a little bit at the defensive line and then just straight line drives uh, to, to put the ball down. So Georgie at, you know, that... That price there at 250, I'm licking my lips to be honest with you if he gets the spot. So 30 average uh, in minimum. He has a 30 average minimum, sorry, across all of the uh, years that he's played and a 38 average in 60 plus minutes in 2021. So terrific. If you can get anywhere above 30 for a, a winger in a good side, going to be crazy. Pat may not be ready in round one. So the the talk that he, you know, he hasn't really given a, a timeline on his return. It says he's expected in round one, but... Pat will know best and, you know, I'd say they're going to be talking him up as a big prospect, Pat, if he is going to be back in round one. There's been no chat of that uh, yet. We'll find out over the preseason, but I'm so keen uh, if he gets his chance, Georgie Jennings. But fighting for a spot with Meany at the moment, I'd say, if uh, if Pap is back. If me if Pap is out, Meany will go to one, George will get the that wing position. It's him, Marion Seve, but Georgie is a, a proper out-and-out winger and had a great combination with Remus Smith last year. Hayes Dunster, 250k. There's a chance he might start in round one. He has a 28 average on the wing in 21 when he got some game time there, uh, which is okay. He'd make some money off that. But again, we need to see it and we need to him we need him to have a, a, a bit of game time for for a long time, which I don't see happening, unfortunately. There's no real job security with Hayes Dunster there. KO Weeks is a, a very interesting prospect here. He has the dual position half and the wing fullback. He got an opportunity at fullback in the last game of the year last year. Uh, he's a good youngster. Yeah, got plenty of talent there and ran 220 run, uh, had 220 run meters in that fullback game. So that's obviously great signs. If you can do that on a week-to-week basis, if he gets a chance, then that would be ideal. But you've got guys like Ruben Garrick who will play the one. He's just probably behind a bunch of players there. Could see him on the bench at some point, being that kind of utility type of player, but he's really raw. Obviously, he had four errors in that game that he had ran the 220 metres, so there's really no spot in the team until the injury for him, but someone to keep in mind for sure. We have four guys left, and we'll uh, give my best options at the end for the wing fullbacks and a bit of a synopsis on it, on it all there. Tyrell Sloan with the Dragons at 250k, he comes in with a buy in round one. So I didn't really speak about too many buys with the other guys because there's not too many options in like sort of the Penrith or or the Manly uh, teams there that have buys in round two, three. So if you're looking at cash cows, you want them to sort of get at least three or four games at the start and the majority of these guys do get that opportunity. But Sloaney there, he looks like he's going to get that wing fullback spot, but we won't get to see him actually named in that in there. But they're so down on troops that I think Sloan definitely has to get it. Uh, and they need some attacking flair on that field for sure. He's, he's very talented in that sense. He did average, he has an average of 33 at fullback, uh, which he didn't score too well in the games that he played last year. But overall, in the in the couple of years that he's uh, had a crack, he does average 33, which would be enough to make him plenty of cash there. Uh, and really, he only has two games without tries across that couple of years, which isn't very nice and doesn't have great defense. So that's Sloan. I think he's going to be a solid guy to pop in your team. But maybe you pick... Cam Pereira over him, who looks like he's going to get that potential start uh, for the Titans team. 
And you know, Titans are going to be okay. They're not going to be the worst. They're not going to be the best, but they'll be okay. And Titans wingers seem to score fairly well. You've got guys like Mazu, who's a a cracking option there as a, a guy that's you know got into the mid 500ks and and done really well. A big, strong, fast kind of winger there. So Camperero can can do that at 230k. You're not going to lose much. Uh, by popping him in, if he does get around one spot, you can just have him on and uh, on your emergencies there and do a great job. But he's an unknown talent and job security is pretty low. Tommy Chester with the cows, so he's at two thirty k. Obviously, a talented youngster as well in a good team. Hasn't really got much of a chance yet. He needs injuries, so we'll speak about him if he comes up another time. And Bailey Hodgson with the Knights. So he's an interesting one to finish it off at two hundred thirty k. Obviously, an average of zero. Hasn't played either in the NRL. Again, talented youngster in an okay team. Unfortunately, with Lockie Miller coming over, he's going to take his spot. And you've got Ponga that could go back to one as well. Does Hodgson slot on the wing at some point if there's injuries? I think he's probably going to need a couple of injuries or suspensions to get in this side. So I think you should uh, leave him out of your uh, thoughts and teams at the moment. Pop him in the black book and go from there. But guys, to finish this off, thank you so much for sticking all the way to the end. The best options that we have here... Uh, number one, Lockie Miller. He's a must-have, in my opinion. You need to get him in your side. You've got Hayes Perham at 298, who's just you know, under 300K is, is lovely. Uh, a fullback option. I think he's better than a better option than guys like the Hammer and stuff because he's going to be Perham's in a better side uh, at the moment. Dogs will sit somewhere in the mid table, which is cool. You got CNK Charles Luke Hookstar in at number three, a little bit more expensive in a slightly lesser team than the Dogs, I'd say. Uh, but has the pedigree, so he'll be solid. Georgie Jennings, he's in at four, because if he doesn't get the spot, then he's obviously not an option. And then whoever gets a nice, uh, whoever you want to pick out of Sloan being a fullback um, with okay pedigree, and then Camperera being a young, talented winger in the Titan side. So that's the top five option, guys, and that's that whole video. I really hope you enjoyed that one, and thanks so much for supporting me across this preseason. There's so many videos that are already out uh, as, as we know it, and get involved with those shorts, get involved with the playlist, guys and jump into the private group. I'd really appreciate it. See you later. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.